Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now we're going to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Mainly clear here this evening and overnight with clouds on the increase tomorrow. Temperatures will be starting out on Friday, about 27 to 32 degrees. We'll top out in the upper 40s to lower 50s across the area. We're tracking rain starting between 5 and 7 p.m. tomorrow. Could be heavy at times. Flood watch up for portions of the area. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Hi, it's Bill at 30. Herndon, 33 degrees tonight. Foggy bottom, 44. And some of us could be down to the upper 20s at 1059. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, the latest on our breaking news. The U.S. and allies have launched retaliatory airstrikes against multiple Houthi targets in Yemen. This is all after the Houthis targeted a bunch of ships since early October. We're getting an update from CBS in just seconds. Analysis from the Washington Post comes up at 11.15. Could a local handgun licensing law come back after being struck down last year? We'll tell you what we know so far in this legal effort. And we had the capitals falling pretty badly to the Seattle Kraken. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. President Biden says the U.S. and U.K. have carried out airstrikes against Houthi targets in Yemen after dozens of strikes by the militant group on international ships in the Red Sea. CBS News military consultant Jeff McCausland. The United States now is moving from deterrence by denial to deterrence by outright punishment by striking radars, command control, missile launching sites under control of the Houthis. CBS's Nancy Cordes at the White House. These, by all accounts, major strikes that, that took place tonight in Yemen uh, are clearly designed to send a message to Iran about what could happen if uh, they continue to back these strikes uh, by the Houthis, by um, other rebels who are based in Iran, uh, based in Iraq, based in Syria, against the United States and its allies. President Biden's son, Hunter, has been arraigned in federal court in Los Angeles on nine tax fraud charges. He has pleaded not guilty. CBS's Scott McFarland points out... His not guilty plea sets up a process. The federal court works slowly. You measure it by months and years, not by days and weeks. So this is a long-haul prosecution, potentially, in California. Also in court today on the opposite coast, former President Trump. He tried to get the last word in at closing arguments for his company's New York civil fraud trial, but the judge shut him down. CBS's Robert Costa says this could be a big hit to Trump's company. For Trump to not be able to build in Manhattan, build in in Brooklyn or the Bronx anymore, would be such a, a difference for Trump, something he hasn't ever really had to deal with as a businessman, even though he has faced enormous legal headaches before. And he could have a penalty of about 200 to 300 million dollars leveled against him and his company should the judge decide to move in that direction. Cold weather in California is prompting some cities to open warming centers for the homeless. KCBS's Matt Bigler. Ice-covered windshields are an inconvenience for drivers, but the cold is downright dangerous for people sleeping on the streets, which is why Santa Clara County is opening up libraries as warming centers. John, who is homeless, says the unsheltered need to have a place to go. You can't leave them sleeping under bridges and in bushes because they're going to die. 
A winter snowstorm due to hit the Midwest will also usher in frigid temperatures. Online retailer eBay has agreed to pay a $3 million fine to resolve criminal charges filed by feds over employees who harassed a Massachusetts couple by sending live spiders, cockroaches, and other disturbing items to their home. The employees already were prosecuted in the scheme to intimidate a couple after they produced an online newsletter that upset eBay executives with its coverage. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 11.03 here on WTOP, Thursday night, January 11th, 2024. Hyattsville at 37 and falling to below freezing later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Some additional gun control could be coming back to Maryland. The 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has granted the state's petition for the full court to consider Maryland's handgun licensing law. The measure was thrown out in November by a three-judge panel, which ruled Maryland's law requiring most residents to get a license before getting a handgun was unconstitutional. The Westmore administration requested the hearing for the full court's review last month and got it tonight. Governor Moore says he welcomes the court's decision. He adds common-sense gun laws are vital to his commitment to keep weapons out of the wrong hands and to save lives. There's other major news out of Annapolis. A Maryland elections board member has been arrested and charged in the January 6th Capitol riot, of course from early 2021. The story tonight from WTOP's Kate Ryan. 52-year-old Carlos Ayala of Salisbury, Maryland, one of two Republican members of the Maryland State Board of Elections, has been arrested on charges connected to the January 6th rioting at the U.S. Capitol. Now, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Ayala urged police to, quote, join us and was seen on video climbing over police barricades. Ayala was seen on video waving a flag that had the words, we the people and defend on it along with an image of an M16-style rifle. That same flag was later seen being poked through a window, jabbing at a Capitol Police officer inside the building. The Washington Post reports Ayala appeared in court this week, and a preliminary hearing is set for February 8th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. With Virginia state lawmakers now back at work in Richmond, Governor Glenn Youngkin is working to drum up support for the construction of that new arena for the Capitals and Wizards in Alexandria. The governor tells WTOP's Nick Ionelli negotiations include concerns about transportation in the area. For those worried about traffic congestion and transportation issues associated with an Alexandria arena, Governor Yunkin says... We can work through a world-class transportation plan for the area, and we're committed to do so. Democratic state leaders have told Governor Yunkin, a Republican, that they'd want additional funding for Metro tied to the arena deal. Yunkin tells WTOP he is open to that, but with certain conditions. The Metro has a real problem right now. They've got service levels that are mismatched. They've got overhead levels that far exceed any of their benchmarks. The businessman in me just says, show me a plan that works. And then we'll work on how to fund that plan. And I'm committed to do that. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A Howard County man gets two years in prison for threats made toward members of the LGBTQ plus community, along with lawmakers, both in Maryland and Virginia, who support trans rights and trans people. 34-year-old Adam Natina of West Friendship pleaded guilty in August to making threats. As part of his plea deal, he also agreed that his offense qualifies as a hate crime. He was charged last year with leaving a threatening voicemail at the D.C. office of the Human Rights Campaign 
the largest LGBTQ plus civil rights organization in the U.S. Natina threatened to slaughter the LGBTQ community. There's an arrest in a string of armed robberies of taxi drivers in our region. Details tonight from WTOP's Neil Loggins team. It happened six times in the past week in Prince George's County. A man would call an independent taxi driver and request a ride. Once in the car, he'd display a gun and demand money. In one case, he forced the cabbie to drive to an ATM to take out more money. Now, Prince George's County police have arrested 24-year-old Francisco Chavez Ramirez. They say he had a replica gun that was identical to the one displayed in the cabs. Police say he's admitted to all of the armed robberies. They think there may be more victims who haven't yet reported being robbed. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. The latest now on safety in some of the schools in our region. More people are reporting to an anonymous anonymous tip line that's run by Maryland's agency in charge of planning and prepping schools for threats. There were over 900 tips sent in, an increase of over 150 in the last school year, according to the Maryland Center for Safe Schools annual report. But Kimberly Buckite, the policy communications and engagement manager with MCSS, says that doesn't mean schools are less safe than before. The more that we're out doing training and increasing the knowledge across all of our school systems about behavior threat assessment work, people are just more skilled. Tips about bullying was the most reported concern. Overall, the report finds there were more than a thousand emergency responses at schools around the state last year, but most never interfered with school operations. John Dome in WTOP News. And still to come here on WTOP tonight, how Tesla is trying to hold off union efforts at its factories. It's 11.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. Good evening, everybody. At the Wilson Bridge, uh, the opening is in place currently. All traffic has stopped both directions of the Beltway between Maryland and Virginia. This is just a first. It will probably be several openings and closings, uh, closings of the Wilson Bridge in the overnight hours scheduled until between 4 and 4.30 this morning. But again, uh, all traffic has stopped both directions of the Beltway at the Wilson Memorial Bridge. That accident is still working on the freeway on the eastbound side on the approach to the 3rd Street Tunnel, but pretty much all the delays are gone. Just a brief one as you make the approach to the tunnel. What you can do is it blocks the right lane, but lanes are open to the left, so you can access the 3rd Street Tunnel. But again, a brief delay as they wrap up this accident. There is also the accident working in Woodbridge on southbound US-1 near Easy Street. Watch out for that accident activity. There is some congestion. Northbound 395 at the Springfield Interchange for bridge inspection work. The left shoulder, the two left lanes are mobile alternate enclosures. Then the inner loop of the beltway heading into the interchange for bridge inspections, two right lanes and the right shoulder, mobile alternate enclosures. In Virginia, southbound 95, south of the Prince William Parkway, main lanes, two left lanes are blocked. Also got some work going on in the express lanes between Opitz Boulevard and Dale Boulevard. The right lane all blocked because of ongoing bridge work. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP. 
GOP traffic. We're going to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Gorgeous evening here after a beautiful day. Temperatures falling down through the 40s eventually. 20s and 30s by tomorrow morning, but it's still going to be mainly clear. Clouds on the increase will turn mostly cloudy by around 3 p.m. tomorrow. Rain develops between 5 and 7 p.m., but ends early Saturday morning, well before the sun comes up. Could get an additional one inch of rainfall, and because of that, we do have a flood watch that's up starting tomorrow afternoon. Highs Friday in the lower 50s. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Gaithersburg at 38, Arlington 40, Lanham 38 degrees, and some parts of our area could fall to 27 overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. We're checking in tonight with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street battled back from some pretty big losses to finish narrowly mixed. A hotter-than-expected inflation reading kept the market on edge. Dow Industrials gained 15. The S&P lost 3. The Nasdaq gained a fraction. Would-be home buyers may have missed the boat as mortgage rates fell late last year. Rates are now higher for a second week. Freddie Mac's average for 30-year fixed-rate loans rose to 6.66% from last week, 6.62. Tesla trying to cut off the UAW's drive to organize U.S. auto factories not run by GM, Ford, and Chrysler. It's raising pay for workers at its U.S. factories. No word on how big those raises will be. Separately, Tesla will suspend most production at its factory near Berlin for two weeks starting January 29th. Reuters reports the automaker blames a lack of parts due to attacks on Red Sea shipping by Houthi militants in Yemen. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asia-Pacific markets are mostly lower at this hour, and there was a mention of those attacks on the ships in the Red Sea. The U.S. and British military tonight have bombed more than a dozen sites used by the Iranian-backed Houthi rebels. We'll have some analysis coming up from the Washington Post on this retaliatory action. We'll have it for you in a few minutes on WTOP. Life insurance. Why are you putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think you don't need it? There's lots of excuses for putting off life insurance. But if you weren't there, who would pay the mortgage and other bills? With Ethos, you could be covered in 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Ethos. Fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's getethos.com. Winter is approaching, and for some of our neighbors, the cold is more than just a chill. It's a struggle to keep the heat on, but you can make a difference. Make a donation to the Washington Area Fuel Fund through the Salvation Army. The Fuel Fund helps neighbors in need pay their bills during times of financial hardship. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation. Help to spread warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area this winter. Because helping a neighbor in need is a gift that keeps on giving. Coming up here on WTOP, one local hospital system brings back its mask mandate. It just says there's too much COVID and RSV and flu floating around, so the masks are coming back on. We'll explain coming up on WTOP. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. 
tax relief advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 1114, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us tonight on WTOP. Major news out of the Middle East. The U.S. and several allies have launched retaliatory strikes against several Houthi targets in Yemen. The strikes follow months of attacks from the Houthis on commercial shipping in the Red Sea. More than two dozen ships were attacked. The militia say that their actions are in retaliation for Israel's war in Gaza. President Biden out with a statement tonight saying the United States and its allies will not tolerate the militant group's ceaseless attacks on the Red Sea. Earlier, we were joined by Alex Horton, Washington Post national security reporter, with more about this developing situation. It's certainly a move that a lot of people, you know, both analysts and kind of folks in the, the Pentagon were waiting for, um, you know, going back months since, uh, you know, American forces have been attacked in Iraq and Syria by other um, Iran-backed groups. And, you know, since November, the you know, the shipping lanes in the Red Sea have been under um, you know, near daily assaults by the by the Houthi militants uh, from Yemen. So um, there was a lot of consternation within the Pentagon the last few months uh, when these attacks were stepped up to almost daily strikes uh, in Iraq and Syria. Um, and, you know, there was this sort of tension between do you strike and, and show resolve versus do you send the, the U.S. into a spiraling into a larger regional war with all these different uh, variables like, you know, Iran backing several of these groups. To the point you just made, I've been hearing snippets, both, you know, praise for this move as well as criticism and on social media as well. And there's one argument that this is exactly what the Houthi Red Bulls wanted and were walking into their trap. Maybe that's a little dramatic the way I'm putting it, because the U.S. and U.K. have formidable militaries. Yes, and and the Houthis have been you know under attack for years now. With you know the U.S. contributed to that you know the coalition um, campaign against them. So this is not something they're they're new to. You know they've they've been able to absorb and adapt uh, for for a number of years now. So this is not probably not catching them off guard. I'm sure they're well prepared for this. Um, this the strikes did hit some of their uh, places where they uh, you know can prepare and launch attacks into the Red Sea. Uh, so. You know, we it remains to be seen how effective they are since they just happened. Um, but I mean, you can you can bet that you know this, you know, there will be a discussion to see you know how they will continue. But um, I don't I don't really know anyone who is confident saying that that tax will end tonight. Is there a, a major fear of a eventually a direct confrontation between the United States and Iran? Yeah, that's that's the concern in the Biden administration that, you know, these groups are backed by Iran. And, you know, if you attack them, they they 
you know, in, in one argument could um, see that as an attack on Iran itself. But you got to remember that the Iran uses these groups as proxies for a reason. They they have um, these groups at, you know, uh, at distance so they can, you know, downplay or uh, deny any involvement. So this sort of accomplishes um, their goals without taking a lot of accountability themselves. So, um, you know, they, they might invite the status quo with this and continue attacks and not you know, absorb direct harm in Iran, but we simply don't know how this is going to escalate or de-escalate from here. Washington Post national security reporter Alex Horton urging caution and a little bit of patience to see whether these airstrikes tonight have succeeded. Top stories on WTOP. What we were just discussing, repeating the breaking news, the U.S. and its allies, U.K. and others, have launched retaliatory strikes against multiple Houthi targets in Yemen. New this evening as well, Hunter Biden pleads not guilty to tax charges in a Los Angeles court. Are we much closer to a partial government shutdown next week? WTOP's Mitchell Miller watches from Capitol Hill for you. Keep it here for more. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Getting back to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. Traffic moving again at the Wilson Bridge, the uh, latest or the first of the what will likely be several closures of the uh, Wilson Bridge for maintenance activity in the overnight hours has ended. The bridge deck is down and traffic is moving again. And just be aware that this is going to be happening again at various times throughout the overnight hours. So uh, just to be aware of that, if you have to traverse the Wilson Bridge tonight, still dealing with that crash on the eastbound side of the freeway on the 395 side. This is on the approach to the 3rd Street Tunnel. Uh, what They've got the right lane blocked with lanes open to the left. So you can get into the 3rd Street Tunnel, but there is a brief delay coming over from 9th Street. But it does seem like the delays are getting a little bit better. So it looks like they are making progress with this accident activity. On the Beltway Inner Loop heading into the Springfield Interchange, watch out for bridge inspection work. Two right lanes in the right shoulder are mobile alternating closures. Northbound 395 at the Springfield Interchange also for the bridge inspection. The left shoulder, two left lanes are mobile alternating closures. And in Maryland, at the Bay Bridge eastbound span closer overnight road work with two-way operations set up on the westbound span, one lane open either direction. Chiefy Lube for speed meets quality for an oil change and vehicle maintenance experience you can trust. Visit ChiefyLubeDC.com for a location near you. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now we're going to 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. This evening we're mainly clear. Our temperature is dropping from the 40s down into the 30s. Tonight, light winds and temperatures that will have a chance to drop down into the 20s to around 30 degrees, so sub-freezing pretty much everywhere. Friday afternoon will rise to about 50 degrees and get ready for some rain. Clouds on the increase will turn mostly cloudy by around 2, 3 o'clock with rain developing between 5 and 7 p.m. Rain should move out well before sunrise on Saturday, but one inch of rain is possible and that could lead to some isolated flooding around the area. Falling temperatures for Saturday and gusty winds were under a wind alert. I'm News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Reston 38, Bethesda 39. Let's see here. The National Mall 42. Some of us could be down to the upper 20s overnight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Still to come tonight on WTOP, about to launch Restaurant Week in D.C. Just days away. Stay with us. Welcome back. All right, Jimmy, our Army veteran for $400. Are you ready to answer the next question? Actually, I'm good. Huh? Well, I already earn and save $473 a year on average with Navy Federal Credit Union. So, yeah. 
All members of the armed forces, all veterans, and their families can earn and save more every year with a Navy Federal membership. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Dollar value based on the 2022 Navy Federal Member Giveback Study. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's 1122. Good evening. A big hospital system in our region is putting mask mandates back in place. Johns Hopkins Medicine says effective tomorrow, masks will be required for all patients, visitors, and employees at all its locations in Maryland. Hopkins says it's putting the mask requirements back in place after seeing a spike in respiratory illnesses, COVID included, but also flu and RSV. The hospital says at the same time, vaccination rates for these viruses are low. In the case of COVID, only 2 out of 10 people in case of the the flu, even fewer people getting flu shots. About half of us have gotten those. The mask requirement goes into effect tomorrow at Suburban Hospital in Bethesda, Howard County General, and the Hopkins Hospitals in Baltimore. We are learning about the mysterious illness that temporarily shut down the Prince George's County Animal Shelter. The county says many dogs at the shelter came down with something called Strepzo, a bacterial virus. It's highly contagious. It can be deadly for dogs. If it's not caught early, it's normally found in horses, cattle, and pigs. It can cause severe pneumonia in dogs. The outbreak forced the animal shelter to shut its doors last week and quarantine all the animals there. It will remain closed until further notice. D.C.'s restaurant scene will be on full display next week. Winter Restaurant Week gets underway Monday in the district, and there's a variety of menu options. A dining experience at a discounted price. There's a different price point for every consumer, for every diner, whether it's lunch or dinner. We've just expanded it to allow for more participation. 300 D.C. restaurants will show off its culinary cuisine by offering multi-course lunches at $25 per person. Or you can grab a bite for dinner. That will cost you $40 to $55 per person. Sean Townsend is the president and CEO of the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington. He says it's all about getting folks to go out and try something new in the district. I think the draw is for most consumers to figure out what new restaurants that you want to take advantage of and try to make a reservation. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. Here's your Jill on Money question of the day. Keith from Ohio asks, I always hear that while working, we should have six months of emergency cash available in case of job losses, etc. What I never hear is a discussion about how much cash we should have readily available during our retirement years. Well, this is an easy one, Keith. You are correct. While working, I recommend you have six to 12 months of safe cash in the bank. But when it comes to retirement, I would extend that period from one year to two years of expenses in cash. You don't want to be forced to raid your retirement accounts when markets are trading lower. Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com. Sports at 25 and 55. At 1125, let's go to Steve Dresner. We'll start with news from the NFL. Head coach Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have parted ways after a 24-year relationship. New England linebackers coach Jared Mayo and former Titans head coach Mike Vrabel are atop the list to replace Belichick as head coach. On to the NHL, where it was the first of two regular season games between the Caps and Seattle. Caps fell behind 
line early, were not able to recover. They fell to the crack in four to one. Seattle has won eight straight. And over to college basketball and a very slow first half start for the Maryland Terrapins. But in the second half, Dante Scott put in 20 of his 22 points, helping the Terps to down the Wolverine 64 to 57. After the game, head coach Kevin Willard on Dante Scott's second half turnaround. He's been playing really good over the last four games. You know, he had some good looks in the first half and, you know, we, we've, we struggled in the first half and, you know, I think he was, he was upset with himself.